0: Welcome to the Centerpoint Pentecostal Church podcast. We hope that this podcast finds you well and that you are ready for a life-changing message from one of our outstanding and anointed ministers. If you like this podcast, please be sure to give us a follow and a five-star review on your favorite podcasting app. Now let's get to today's message. If you have your Bible, let's turn to Psalms 103. We're going to start in verse 1. One o three, verse one. I love how David starts this off. Bless the Lord, all my soul, and all that matters within me. Bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, all oh, O oh my soul, and forget not all His benefits, who forgiveth thy iniquities, and who healeth all thy diseases. But he starts off, bless the Lord, all my soul. Don't forget the benefits of living for God. You may be seated. Don't Forget the benefits for living for God. Bless the Lord, all my soul, and all that matters within me. Bless his holy name. I'm glad of two things this morning. I'm glad. I'm part of a church that's alive and I'm glad that I'm part of a church that loves the truth Be- because there's nothing in the world, Brother Francois, well, that's going to set or make us free like the Word of God. You follow pastor as pastor follows the Word. If I ever get out the Word, I, I, I recommend you to do one thing is run for your life. But the word is the greatest thing that was left for man here on earth. Bless his holy name. I'm glad to be part of a church that is very busy. As you heard our announcements today, we are very busy busy church. But I just want to bring some things To have attention today, if you'll allow me to, as the church How many of you, since you came to church That God has changed a lot of things in your life And it's okay with a hand raised Come on, how many of you have learned the knowledge of God And the word of God since you started coming to church Come on The church is very beneficial for each and every one of us, every one of us. How many of you since you've been coming to church, since you got saved, you saved a lot of money? Come on, somebody. When I was a young boy, I worked on a rig, and my my rich addiction cost me everything I ever worked for. And back then in the days when you uh, snorted crystal, it was the most—it was a rich man's drug. But since I came to church, I don't have that problem anymore. God delivered me one hundred percent. I'm no longer a cocaine snorter. I no longer smoke dope. I know. Oh, I have saved a lot, a lot, a lot of money. Amen. Somebody said, well, why the world you give so much to the church? Because today I can afford to give to the church because I'm not hooked on everything in this world. I'm hooked on Jesus. I got to live. Oh, come on, somebody. It's beneficial to live for Jesus. Hey, come on. How many of you can say, hey, Brother Beard, I once was a drug addict. I once was an alcoholic. I once was a homonger. I once was an adulterous man or woman. But today things have changed. I've been born again I I live for Jesus God took all that stuff out of my life he he redeemed my soul he changed the way I act he changed the way I look he even changed the way I walk he changed the way I talk he changed everything about me it's only because of the power of the Holy Ghost it's beneficial to live for Jesus is there's benefits living for God Amen. Amen. I can remember a time before we actually got in church, we made $165 a week. How many of you remember those days? Huh? Today, if you go to the restaurant, you're going to pay $165 for you and your little three fam- family members. Amen. But you know what? We survived on $165 a week. Barely, but we did. But thank God for neighbors. Hey, man, you ain't got a cup of sugar you can let us boy <laughs> Hey, man, what about a couple of tablespoons of coffee because I done ran out? Back there in the days, we could trust people. We can't trust people today. They may give you coffee and a little something else with your coffee. Come on, somebody. Come on. Hey, to be wise. And that's what happens when you get the Holy Ghost and you start living for God. You get a little wiser. Come on. Hey, and I want to share a little story. Just a couple of weeks ago, a week or so ago, I was counseling with some, with some people in my office. And I said, now look, I said this office was eight years ago. That's when I was a rookie. When I first was appointed as pastor, this is my rookie office. But this here office right here, I'm finna to bring you into a pastor's office. You know why? Because I got a little wiser in my eight years of pastoring, you know. I got a little wisdom now in my eight years of pastoring. But only God could give us that. Come on, when we seek first God's kingdom and God's righteousness, all this stuff is added unto us, Sister Melissa, as wisdom and knowledge and understanding what God and who God truly is. He is still the creator. He's still, here. He's still the king of kings and the Lord of lords. God has never changed. He's still the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's a non-changing God. If God saved grandma and grandpa, God can save you too. If God delivered Uncle Joe and Aunt Sue, God can deliver you in this place this morning. Amen. But you gotta have the want to. You can bring the old mule to the trough, but you can't make him drink. Huh? Sometimes that's how people are. It says the cow like some old mules. You pulling them one way and they're trying to go the other way. But I promise you this, if you'll ever let the Holy Ghost lead you, you'll drank from a fountain of life that you will never, ever thirst again. Of this old world again. Hey, the benefits of living for God. Come on, somebody. Hey, I, I stand here. I'm fixing to be, I hate to keep telling myself because I don't, I, I wanted to stop reminding myself I'm a year older. You know, because the more I tell myself that, the older I'm going to get. But if I would stop some point of my life, I won't get any older. I'll just go ahead and be another day. But that's in, in a couple of days on the 26th, I will make 6-0. I know, I know I don't look like it. I know it. <laughs> I understand. I look older, okay? But anyhow. But I'm gonna be 6-0, y'all. And that's not a diesel either. <laughs> that's not a 6-0. That was junk, right? Give me a, a amen back there, brother Mick. 6-0's will jump. Right, <laughs> right. But I'm gonna be 60 years old But you know what it's just another day It's just another day And living for God for 33 years church 33 years I may drop dead right after church or right before church with a massive heart attack. I don't know that But I can tell you from back where I was hooked on everything but phonics in my days Come on, somebody. Hooked on everything but phonics in my days, but I stand before you at almost 60 years old and I take no medication. The only thing I take every once in a while is uh, ibuprofen because I don't take Tylenol. But Sister Mary, every once in a while, it give me a headache and I take some ibuprofen. And I'm glad she's in our office. <laughs> Come on, somebody. We talk big when our wives ain't around. Come on, give me an amen, men. Are you scared because your wife's sitting right next to you, huh? She might touch you in the name of Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, you bold when you're around men, but you get like little girls when you're around your wife. All right, okay. But anyhow, but why I could say that the road I was heading when it never led me to where I am. I can promise you this. I'm an honestly believer of this. Brother Keith, if I wouldn't have came to God when I came to God many years ago, I wouldn't be behind this pulpit. I would probably be in prison for the rest of my life, or I would be burning in hell for the rest of my life. But the benefits of living for God, how did I... How did I connect to benefits? I realized I was a sinner and I needed Jesus more than life itself, even the air that I breathe. I knew one day I had to turn my life over and that day, May 7, 1990, I'm glad I did. I walked into an apostolic one God tongue-talking Holy roller Church and I'm not ashamed of who I am. I want the world to know who I am. I've been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. I've been set free from all the junk of the world. i made my to an old-fashioned altar god fill me with the holy ghost and i promise you from that day on i've been a change man amen i've been set free by the blood of the lamb man couldn't save me man couldn't help me my drugs couldn't save me they couldn't help me but when i called on the name of jesus christ woo, nothing like the name of jesus nothing like the baptism of the holy ghost nothing like being buried in the lovely name of jesus christ for the remissions of your sins because all your sins are remitted they washed away woo. I'm excited even 33 years ago of what I got May 7, 1990, 830 in Church Point, Louisiana. People say, man, oh, I know you're new, birth because you say it a lot. I want the world to know, hey, I've been born again. Amen. If you're dead and you're dying in your sins, you don't have to stay there. You can get up today and make your way just like I made my way to an old-fashioned altar, receive the same Holy Ghost I did, speak in a heavenly language, and be born again just like the Bible says. that's a good preaching or good teaching or whatever you want to call it you could have went to any other church today and heard a bunch of lies but God let you walk in a church where the truth is being preached it's line upon line sir is precept alone precept sir here a little there a little Every man works out his own plan of salvation grandma can't save you grandpa can't save you and I'll go further than that some dead saint that that died over 2,000 years can't save you either Jesus says save yourself from this untoward generation what you mean God has the power to save you but you got to recognize who you are if you don't if you don't, huh, if you don't have the Holy Ghost come on if you don't have the Holy Ghost you need it. You need it. <laughs> what can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. And that's what the resurrection was all about. And he would come one day and live in us. And give us hope for tomorrow. Amen. Some of you ain't. Some, I talked to some church folks in here today. Some of you ain't spoken tongues in so long. Shame on you. Come on, you're backslid on a Pentecostal pew. Some of you don't ne- have not worshipped in a long time. Shame on you. God deserves your worship. Come on, somebody. If we're going to keep the fire burning, we're going to have to want to keep the fire burning. How do I keep the fire? Oh, come on. I just stay connected with Jesus. I, I stay connected to the vine. I stay reading the word. I stay praying. I stay seeking Jesus. I wish to God one of these days, Brother Jeffrey Floyd, that I would start getting phone calls on positive things. Hey, Pastor, guess what's happening at my house? We got a fire that's burning. Hey, Pastor, guess what's happening at my work? I'm beginning to teach some of my co-workers a Bible study. Hey, Pastor, guess what's happening? Hey, in my family, things are changing. Come on. I wish to God I would start getting some good phone calls and talk about the goodness of Jesus and all what he's doing for me and doing for you and doing for others. <laughs> but listen our churches are full of dictators I repeat our churches are full of dictators that sit on a pew and do nothing they won't cop they won't worship they won't do nothing but they'll find fault in everything and everybody come on can I get an amen oh like I said a couple of months ago I think I do walked in the wrong church let me go check my sign in the front yard let me show it make sure I walked in the right church this morning I think I done walked into the church at the first Frigidaire. (laughs) No, the reason why some of you can't worship with me this morning because you're so stuck in sin. And when God has delivered you out of that many years ago and you refuse to stay in his grace, so you walk out of God's grace and you look at, oh yeah, he can say that because he's got everything. Oh, I ain't got everything going for me. The only thing I got going for me Is I've been born again I've been washed by the blood of Jesus Christ I've been filled with the Holy Ghost Take this whole world But give me Jesus Take it (laughs) I make a deal with you you that don't want to worship, you don't wanna, that don't want to get on board, you can stay behind when we go up, okay? And I'm going to give you all the deeds to everything I got. How's that? You can have it all. Even my pants if they fit you. Brother Byron, you don't need them because you're not supposed to be wearing short pants. The last thing we need is them white. is sticking out. But anyhow. <laughs> Seriously, but I promise you this, if we would get on board and, and make up our mind, hey, we're going to have revival in Centerpoint, and nothing is going to stop me. You know what's going to happen? Nothing's going to stop us. We're going to have a move of God like we never had before. Come on, we, we, we just make up our mind. I'm going to serve Jesus. I'm going to worship him until he comes home to get me out of here. We will have a move of God. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know why I got into all that stuff. Why did I go into that? T. Paul, you're supposed to be pulling my (laughs) coattail. You can pull it right there. (laughs) Hey, pull it right there. As long as I'm not looking. But it's okay. Pastor needs this coattail pulled every once in a while, too. But I can promise you this, and I'm going to leave this alone. We're gonna move on, we'll move on. When God delivered me the first time, he didn't have to make a second trip to deliver me, I was delivered that first time. Come on, I don't smoke cigarettes, because if God wanted us to smoke, he would to put a chimney on top of your head. Come on somebody, he don't want you out of your mind, he don't want you, to be, he don't want you drinking alcohol, alcohol is not for you church. Oh no you're not listening to me I said alcohol is not for you What what, what about a little (laughs) What about a little wine Pastor well God ain't gonna change you From an alcoholic to a wine no either You don't need no wine What you need is a little taste of Jesus Come on, you need to, oh, oh, oh woo, that's all you need to do is come to the altar woo, and say, Jesus, I'm going to come drink from this new wine. Hallelujah. He told a woman at the well, he said, woman, you drank that water, you're going to thirst again. But baby girl, let me tell you something. If you drink of this water, you will never thirst again. Come on, hallelujah. How many of you that God has dried up your thirst for the things of the world? God, I'm live, and I hate to say this, but I'm live. But anyhow, world, hear me. And even family, you hear me too. I'm serious. When you think about God and his power and his sovereign mercy, sovereign mercy. Since I can remember drinking coffee with my old father-in-law every day. and. He come up to me while we was drinking coffee in the kitchen. He said, I walked over there by the old barn. You remember where the old barn is? Was, was? I said, oh yes, I remember that. He said, "Um, they got some beautiful, beautiful trees that started growing back there. I said, were the wires around them? He said, yeah. <laughs> but anyhow, I repent of it back then, but that was my plants. <laughs> and, them th- and them things that grow pretty and green Even in the winter, okay Nothing kills them So w- he walks back there and sees my plants and, uh, and, and they're like real high And I didn't think nobody else see them Because I planted them around a lot of trees And I said, oh my God He's going to turn me in <laughs> Oh, he's going to go back there And cut my uh, harvest down <laughs> and the whole house is gonna go broke. <laughs> oh, you know. I know y'all ashamed of what I'm telling y'all right now, but I'm not ashamed from where God brought me from. He brought me out of the miry Clay. Oh, I don't. I don't like this thing, but I want to keep y'all here. But I can remember I cut them trees down, and I ain't gonna tell you what I did with them. <laughs> <laughs> but the benefits of living for the Lord come on the benefits of living for God come on the benefits of living for God who wouldn't want this life come on who wouldn't want to live for Jesus who wouldn't want to make Jesus your all this morning come on somebody stand up brother Roger Backslider. I thought I was going up another step a backslider. out of church for years and years and years A case plus more every day. You know what he was trying to do? He was trying to calm his soul, ease his soul, ease his mind. So what he was doing when he walked out of the house of God he couldn't forgive himself because he thought he done messed up too big and that the God of mercy and the God of grace wouldn't forgive him for it. So what he did for years he tried to drown his sorrows and alcohol and the things of this world and the cares of this life and for many months or many years he would drink and he would try to drink his life away and nothing would leave when he would get sober. It was there again again it just faced him even harder the next day but one day he just got tired of letting the devil lie to him letting the devil make him feel that God would not forgive him because he left the house of God but that's just a lie and it comes from the pits of hell and brother Roger and sister Jan made their way back in this church May 7th and God you telling me no June 5th. Okay, you have a right to tell me no because we don't want to lie in the house of God. Okay, so, so June 5th, thank you for correcting your pastor, and you had that right this morning. So anyhow, June 5th, Brother Roger makes his way right here and, and, and God restores a backslider that's been away from God for many years. And that may, oh, that may. Hey, and his second go-round, he's got a love for God more now, stronger now than he ever had before. But you don't have to do that. You ain't got to go out and prove prove yourself to that. You can get reconnected in this place this morning. (laughs) You may be seated. Look, hey, that's not even my notes. I'll preach that to you another time, okay? I'll preach this to you another time but the benefits of living for God. So what he does, he goes home. He don't call brother Joe, um, I mean cousin Joe. He don't call Uncle Ben. He said, man, I got a whole case of cold beer. Man, I hate to dump that stuff on the ground. Man, it costs me some money, so I wanna give it to you. So what you gonna do, feed another addict? (laughs) <laughs> Come on, Sister Tara, what you going to do? Feed another addict and maybe take a chance of him getting drunk on your case of beer and getting all stupid and out of his mind and kill his whole family? No, it's happening today in our world. You must not be looking at your news or reading your paper happening every day no you know what the man did what happens when you get a real dose of the holy ghost this man went home opened up every can of beer and dumped it on the ground said devil you gave it to me devil i'm going to give it back to you Woo! there ain't nothing like the liberating power of the holy ghost you talk about to take an old man and make a new creature in christ come on somebody you know what? Pastor can't keep you on fire. No sir. Pastor can't keep you on fire. How many, of you know, how many of you know a little bit about mechanics? Just a little bit. How many of you know the reason why they have an alternator in a car? Is to keep your battery charged. <laughs> it keeps that battery charged. A couple months ago my my alternator went out and I put a new battery in there and I was driving down the road at night and my d- lights began to get dimmer and dimmer and dimmer. And I'm like, huh, I hope I get home. And, it, and when it took long for it to suck all the juice out of my battery. And you know what happened, Sister Courtney? I had to go in my shop and get a brand new battery charger. Brother Darrell, I went to a horrible freight, horrible freight, <laughs> horrible freight. <laughs> I went to Horrible Freight and brought, bought me a brand new battery charger. And that nice battery charger that I bought from Horrible Freight did not work. So, guess what? My battery stayed dead. So, all these Christians, quote unquote, they charged up on Sunday because Pastor put you hooked up, got you hooked up to a battery charger. And you're all pumped up and you're all fired up and your battery is fully charged. And Monday morning. Yeah. You bet- and then it's gone. Dead. Then what did we got to do? <laughs> Pull you back in church on Sundays and Wednesdays <sighs> and take every breath we got to recharge you. And Monday morning, you're dead again. But when you got the Holy Ghost, is an inner built alternator. I can get up on Sundays Worship Jesus My battery don't go dead I can get up on Monday And worship Jesus My battery don't go dead I can get up every day of the week My battery never goes dead Why? Because I keep what I got On fire or in charge Come on Jesus said, "Oh, your battery may begin; it may get weak, but you have the power. Stir it up! Stir it up! Stir it up! Stir it up the gift that's in you." Amen. When you people say, "Why?" Well, Do I need the Holy Ghost? Of course you need the Holy Ghost. If you don't get the Holy Ghost, you're never gonna last. Somebody said, I got door sales. I don't, I definitely don't wanna, never last. Some of you don't even know what battery names are. Ever start? They sold the best at Walmart but the ever start never starts <laughs> so don't put a never start Well, you need to put a always start when the church service start you are the start come on when the praising te- when the praise team starts you are the start come on when the worship starts Sarah sister Sarah However, you ought to start, you ought to start, you ought to start. If you got that generator, that alternator, oh God, charging your battery through the baptism of the Holy Ghost, you ought to start, you ought to praise him, you ought to worship him, you ought to exalt him, you ought to shout, you ought to dance, you ought to praise him. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> oh hallelujah A dead cell A dead cell Refurbished that old battery this morning Pour out the old acid That's all they do They put new acid in the old battery Wow That's why Jesus said you can't take that wine and put it in that old bottle. <laughs> no, it'll burst. Absolutely. But I can tell you what you can do this morning. You can take all that old junk out of your life, your depression, your oppression, your sinful life and pour all that junk out. Come on, pour it out. All oh, that old bitter spirit, that old ugly spirit, that old fa- fault-finding spirit, that old arguing spirit, that old jealous spirit, that old You take all that junk out, pour it out, and come to Jesus boldly before the throne and say, God, I'm not leaving this place the same way I came. I want you to refill me. <laughs> the, and the old song says, here's my cup, Lord. I lift it up. That's what we need to do in this place, let's stand. Thank you for listening to today's message. We pray that it changes and impacts your life for days to come. If you would like to connect with us further, give us a like on Facebook at facebook.com slash Church, or just search Center Point Pentecostal Church on Facebook. If you would like to join one of our services in person, the service times and address are in the podcast description. Thank you and God bless, and we hope to see you on the next episode.